Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. It's Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020, and we're here to talk celebs. Oh, wow. What an exciting, exciting day. We have a great guest today coming a little in a little bit. Yeah. Kate Shapiro. Good friend, great guest. Great friend, great guest. Okay, both. Great. Both are great. Hey, that's Jack. Hey, it's me, Jack. You know, I've only put makeup on the top part of my face. <laughs> Here, lips, lips up has makeup, and the rest is acne awareness. Oh. Spreading acne awareness. I don't know if you can see it. But I have horrible acne, worst acne of my life. It's really actually starting to weigh on me. It, she has been in a dour mood all day over this acne. Worst acne of my fucking life. Worst acne of my life. I, I blame the pandemic entirely. Just like a certain streaming service? <laughs> I blame the pandemic. And I blame, I don't know, stress? Am I stressed? I mean, I'm stressed. We're, we're all stressed. Right. I don't know. Do antibiotics, does coming off of antibiotics cause acne? I mean, I did just have my period, so I'll forgive myself for that. You're going to forgive yourself the for that? The hormones will bring about some acne, but it's just, it's been bad for a while, and now it's getting... Even worse. And it's just in this one spot right here on my face. Right here. This big chunk. I, I kind of want to just like thinly slice my skin off. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. That's not what a facial is? I don't think that's the, the, the right thing to do. Yeah, I think the antibiotics fucked up my hormones. Monster girl... And the chat says antibiotics can affect hormones. Periods give you... I actually don't know if periods give you more estrogen or less estrogen. That's a really good question. I don't know. Would love to know the answer to them. You know, they say the jawline acne is hormonal. Some's creeping up above the jaw, though. So like this one right here. That one. That one crept up above the jaw. <sighs> it's rough. It is, It you know, if you're a sufferer of acne, I mean, I'm a lifelong sufferer of just skin issues. Dandruff being, you know, my ride or die. <laughs> you're number one. Dandruff is my ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> my A1 since day one. That's your, your main spec uh, skin dan problem. Dandruff. Ain't going nowhere. That's a lifelong... That's my honestly best friend. <laughs> I've known my dandruff longer than I've known almost anyone. I've had dandruff so long. And honestly, like, I'm proud of it. I have dandruff pride. Um, okay, I now, now people are arriving late and being surprised the show started early. See, we should wait <laughs> till 4.05, even if you're ready. I wanted to start right on time today because we've got a... A, a packed show. And I was like, people aren't used to that. 
what us starting on time yes people are not used to the show starting right at four. Oh, i'm playing with fire today jack do you want to know why why guess what i'm drinking what is it the bad kombucha oh the like the oh kombucha boy. that broke my and laptop and do you have your new laptop out yeah who i'm playing with fire today who i'm playing with fire today I don't know about that. This is the same kombucha brand, awful, tastes like shit, <laughs> that broke my laptop because I spilled it all over it. I'm not going to name the brand, but it's not Synergy, I'll tell you that. It's <laughs> several notches below Synergy, let's just say. And it was it's the kind that dissolves when you put it in water, so I thought maybe this time I'll put it in club soda so it won't taste so flat. Oh, and it's a dissolving. That's a very bad idea. And it's because it won't dissolve properly. No, it actually that. made the club soda more flat. <laughs> oh, good. Like it's had the, a reverse effect from what I thought. Thanks for uh... just don't buy kombucha that comes in little taps. Okay. Well, what if there's a good one? No, kombucha needs to be brewed in big batches and put into bottles of liquid okay you can't put it in a tab that it's it's a sick fucking joke <laughs> uh, i gotta put it far away from my laptop though <laughs> okay it just tastes bad it just tastes bad it's not satisfying you know i'm not eating sweets so i thought maybe I'll, this is the sh sweetest beverage i'm able to drink right now and it's i wish i didn't Honestly, I wish I didn't. It's not that good. But it's... I'm drinking it still, I guess. It's... What's edible but for drinks? It's drinkable. <laughs> you know, drinkable. God, I'm a I think potable might actually be the, like, actual word. <laughs> I'm a dumb... Potable I'm is, like, so the actual... fucking stupid. Sometimes, potable is I'm, the one you're I'm thinking like, of. Sometimes I'm like, am I the stupidest person alive? Like, sometimes no, I, I don't think, think that, so. Like, sometimes I, like, literally can't count to ten, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, I'm not smart. But then sometimes I'll be like, wow, I'm the smartest person I know. You just didn't know the word potable. I'm No, I meant drinkable. <laughs> Trust me. Potable... <laughs> That's a level of intelligence I'll never reach. Do you want to know what uh, potable means? Able to be. Safe to drink, and then semicolon, drinkable. Thanks, Jack. So actually, it's a synonym. Thanks, Jack. You were right all along. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Cool. <laughs> Mr. Dictionary. Cool. <laughs> Listen, the acne is bad, but I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling myself other than the acne because this is like my season. It's fall. I'm in fall. It's September 2nd. I'm back to school in my mind. Mentally, I'm here is like a lock, a hall of lockers. And I've got a new outfit on. And I'm strutting down the hall. And I'm like, it's fall. What are we doing for Halloween? <laughs> That's where I am. Mentally, I'm there. <laughs> you're, you're near the... Uh... Mentally, I'm in the Halloween episode of Dawson's Creek. Oof. Mentally, I'm there. Cape side, baby. I'm feeling good. Like fall gives me energy. 
It does. And I can't wait until I'm fully done with like this clean eating thing because guess what I'm having? You gonna guess? You want me to you want me to guess? guess? You wanna guess? You want them to guess. Pumpkin spice latte. Baby. Oh wow. Pumpkin motherfucking spice latte. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the best type of latte. It's pumpkin. It's pumpkin. It's fall. Yeah. It's fall. You know, I know normally we don't um, get political on this show, but mm. I think the president kind of looks like a pumpkin spice latte. Great. Kate, I have some celebrity news what? that if you don't get to it, I, I'll share what? on the show. What is it? I'll have to look at your rundown to see if it's on there. But I, I have some some news about John a celebrity. Is the thing? No. What? It's Tom Cruise. What? You didn't hear about this? No. Okay, so Tom Cruise has got himself a cruise. It's no. Tom Cruise's cruise. No. And so what Tom Cruise is doing with Tom Cruise cruise is that this is for his cruise, the cruise of his movies. So no. Tom Cruise is rumored to have rented a $700,000 uh, Hertrugen cruise for the cast and crew of Mission Impossible 7. So Tom's cr Tom Cruise's cruise is Tom's cruise for Tom's cruise. Oh, and that's what's in the news. Oh, my mother king god. Tom's got a cruise for his cruise. It's Tom Cruise's cruise. This is the best news I've heard in years. I needed this. With all I'm going through, my acne. Mostly just the acne. I needed this. I needed this. You know, my dream, my dream vacation that I wanted to plan for a really long time is a Tom Cruise themed boat trip called the Tom Cruise Booze Cruise. <laughs> Well, now Tom Cruise has got the cruise cruise. Oh, my Cruises, God. Cruise cruise cruise. This is even better than the Tom Cruise booze cruise, where we all dress up like different Tom Cruise characters. Can you imagine if all the crews got boozy? Tom Cruise's cruise booze cruise? I know that he's a problematic figure, okay? I don't even want to get into it. Listen, we know. You're going to shame someone for their deeply held faith? Is, wow. This is good. He's a short king. <laughs> he's a... And he's doing a Tom Cruise cruise cruise, okay? And the guy's a movie star. He's good in movies. Listen, the Church of Scientology, yeah, that's a different story. But Tom Cruise there has some redeeming qualities. And this is really the biggest one, that he did a cruise cruise. It's true. It's not a fake story. Is it real? Yeah, it's in Tech Times. Tom Cruise rents $700,000 ship. What to, is Tech Times? Okay, now I do think you made it up. Are you it's joking? News, it's not a joke. It was on... Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. Okay, you're right. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise news. has a cruise. Tom Cruise reportedly rents cruise ships to stop filming Becoming a Mission Impossible. See, Tom Cruise has got a cruise. Wow. It's real. 
A cruise cruise. A crew cruise, really. Yeah. A, a crew cruise. There's only but one crew. It, you know, who knows? But if he does a second film, then it would be Might a cruise Might do other cruise. movies. could be for many crews. If they share a cruise, it Tom could be the cruise's cruise cruise. Cruise cruise. But then maybe there's his personal crew and his movie crew, and then that would be two crews. So that would be the Tom Cruise cruise. That sounds like, you know, the boat at the end of uh, Resident Evil 4? Yeah. What's his salvation of Who all humanity? Forget? Who could ever forget Jack, the famous well, Jack boat? And I, Jack and I are watching the Resident Evil series. Who right could now. ever forget the famous boat Sanctuary or whatever the fuck it's called? You know called. they're doing a TV show, a Resident Evil show. <laughs> Did you know? Yes, I know. And it's like Wesker's, it's like a Stranger Things ripoff. Oh. Where Res, Wesker's children go to Raccoon City 2. It sounds... Don't Jack, even get me started. Of course you're not going to like it. Oh, a piece of pop culture? Jack's going to hate <laughs> Don't it. Don't even get me started okay. on Resident Evil, Shut, the show. You know what? Listen to Struggle Session, Jack's <laughs> pop culture podcast, if you want to hear about that. Because truly, I don't really give a beep what you have to think about TV shows and movies. This is not what this show is about. We're about hot and rich people only. Okay, sometimes they're in TV and movies, but we don't really talk about that part of them. You know? Kate does like the Resident Evil film series, though. And so do I. Uh, I do. Okay, I was going to have... I was going to do my topics and then get Kate on the phone here. But now I'm thinking maybe I'll just get Kate on. She can do the topics with me. Okay, listen, we've got a great guest, an amazing guest. You're going to love her. She's one of my oldest and dearest friends in the whole world. She's also a published author, poet, professor. She hosts a great Twitch show, twitch.tv slash God Kate's Us All, uh, called Epstein Didn't Kill Himself, a multi-part PowerPoint event. Everybody, welcome to Hot and Rich, Kate Shapiro. Kate, it's so good to have you here. You're wearing what I what you wore to my wedding, and you look hot. Yeah, I haven't worn it since then because nobody ever wears uh, like fucking bridesmaids dress ever again. So this is the second time I've ever worn this. Okay, you're, you're acting like I made you buy like a specific bridesmaid's dress. All I said was wear any shade of pink that you want. Listen, Kate is a bridezilla. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. She was a bridezilla. It was horrible. Wow. And I, I fucking hate this dress, but at least I can wear it right now. Why don't you wear it? Oh. You look hot in it. Why do you hate wearing it? Because there's, like, in Vegas, no one ever wears anything nice. Everyone is a crackhead, so you just have to wear shorts and a t-shirt everywhere and look like you're about to, like, fall down. <laughs> that's, like, that's the Vegas fashion. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's, to me, that's good fashion. It is. I, I wanted to tell your fans, I got my haircut today. This is new haircut. I just got it. I sent Caitlin a picture of it, and she just said, Hot. She didn't say that looks really good. She just said hot. It looks means hot. She didn't like it. It looks hot. She didn't like Kate. it at all. Oh my god! Like literally, like hot is a compliment. I was attacked by. Be Kate grateful. Today. I was attacked by her. I, I feel horrible about myself. My self worth just fucking plunged. It's not like I said it looks. Okay, I'm gonna shave my head. I'm gonna Britney. Fine, <laughs> I dare you. 
I dare you to Brittany, because I said your hair looked hot. Just hot. Hot. I was, hot. you know, I was a little busy, Kate, putting like an entire Twitch show together, but whatever. Wow. Couldn't find the time to say, wow, Kate, that looks really beautiful. You must have spent $75 on that beautiful haircut. Okay. Nope. I Actually, Jack, hit the apology music. I'll apologize. I'll do a formal apology. Okay, everybody. All right. Jack, is it playing? Okay. I'd like to formally apologize to Kate Shapiro for saying that her hair looked hot instead of saying, wow, your hair looks so good, you must have spent $75 on that haircut. I should have said the latter, and I didn't. And I'm ready to take a step back, listen, and learn from my mistakes. I'm hoping to take this as an opportunity for growth and to educate myself about the proper ways to compliment a haircut. I'll, I will be donating the proceeds of today's show to myself so that I can invest in education for myself on this topic. Thanks. Thank you, Jack. I'm still going to drink myself to death, but that helped a little bit. Okay, good. Okay. I'm going to call my therapist. I'm going to text him drunk, but that helped. Thank you. Okay, Kate, I'm okay. going to do I'm going to do the topics with you, okay? So just you know, chime in whatever you whenever you want. Let's just do them though. Okay. Okay, the first topic of the day, Lala from Vanderpump Rules is pregnant, okay, with Rand Randall's baby. I'm surprised her body could handle a child. <laughs> Sorry, that was my boss texting me. I'm supposed to be at work. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Tell your boss you're doing something more important than work, okay? I closed the window. Don't um, worry. Okay, good. Lala's pregnant. She said to, on her podcast, today is my 30th birthday, and I can't think of any other way to celebrate than with you guys coming through your headphones and speakers. I had the best gift given to me. My body also helped out, too. I am pregnant. End quote. So she's pregnant. I feel I weep for the future. Smart people are not having children, and Lala is having children. I also weep for the future. I weep. I mean, listen, I'm pro um, women doing whatever they want with their bodies, but. What do you think they're going to name their kid? Probably like Lisa Vanderpump. I, I, I live in Nevada, for those who don't know. So I, I, I know lots of Mormons. Um, and Lala is a Mormon, right? Oh, yeah, she she's like an I don't ex- think she is now. She's definitely not now. She's she from Utah, right? Utah, yeah. She's from Utah, and she's an, I believe, maybe not Mormon, but she is religious. Maybe she's an ex-Mormon. I feel like that if she was Mormon, it, it was it's not something she, like, talks about a lot. But she definitely, like, I think has, like, a squeaky clean past, whether it was Mormon or not. Yeah, I mean, Mormon's not good TV. This is not. Um, so I could see why she doesn't want anyone to know that. Um, but that being said, all of my Mormon friends have crazy names. I feel like this is going to be a Michaela. She's going to be a lifeguard at uh, this Green Valley Ranch Casino in Vegas, mm-hmm. and she's going to have seven Ys in her name. Seven Ys, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm. I really hope they cancel Vanderpump Rules. I don't want to see them all 
having children. Pregnancy storylines are the worst. The marriage storylines were terrible. I mean, like, pregnant reality stars can't get drunk. So it's like, it means that they aren't as, like, dumb and stupid. So it just makes for worse TV. Unfortunately, like I'm not like in real life. Of course, it's great when people are sober and have children, but on TV, it's not entertaining. So, Kate, do you have an, do you, yeah. did you So, Kate is going to be doing fanfic on today's show, celebrity fanfic that I've commissioned her to do because she is my favorite writer. So, Kate, do you have a fanfic about this? I do. Okay, um, I, I think we're ready. If if you are, okay. Um, this is from the POV of Lala's publicist. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was hard to look at Lala Kent. She had gotten so much Botox before she had any money. Poor people Botox. The kind of Botox you find on Groupons, you find Groupons for at spas that double as happy ending places. She looked like a Dali painting. Benadryl lips three times the size they should be cheeks the consistency of cracked cement her chin was geometrical an isosceles triangle the rest of her flesh melted into her plastic surgery sunken like someone squeezed her through a black hole she had sucked whatever fat she could find on her petite frame and injected it into her ass her tits her thighs Sidebar, I wrote this like in 10 minutes this morning. So. It's art. It's art, Kate. It's <laughs> art. Bad. I'm sorry for that. Um, she tapped on her cell phone with long manicured nails. I couldn't believe the speed with which she could tweet when her nails were that of a velociraptor. The windows of my office were too bright. I kept wanting to stand up and close the blinds, knowing she would look better in the semi-darkness, a walking silhouette. Let me level with you, Lala, I said, marveling that her real name is Lauren with a Y. You have no skills. The only skill you have is that when you do cocaine on television, you become violent, and that makes people laugh and think, thank God I'm not her. That is so unfair. I'm just direct, Lala said, holding up a manicured nail and pointing it in my direction in an attempt to go off. I cut her off. You're paying me to be real with you. I don't see a talk show in your future. You aren't a good public speaker. Your beauty line is overpriced, and the reviews that come up first on Google are clearly the work of paid copywriters. The real reviews claim that the colors are not the same as advertised, the makeup is poor quality, and they're identical products with better reviews on other websites for $1. You can't flip houses, you can't sell anything, unless I trailed off for dramatic effect. You're just gonna have to get knocked up by a rich guy. Maybe they'll put you on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills if you do. Do it right now. Randall may be rich, but the COVID-19 pandemic will likely bankrupt him. Not to mention, I wouldn't be surprised if he took one MDB money to make those Scorsese films. And there's one picture of him with Joe Lowe. He's going to be investigated for fraud. That may not make news, but his wealth will sink year by measly year until he lives in a McMansion in Van Nuys. Lala thought for a second, popped a piece of gum in her mouth, shrugged, and said, okay, babies are cute. I thought about her childhood in Utah. I thought about her offering testimony in front of Heavenly Father at the altar of a Mormon temple. I thought of her in the Uinta Mountains by the side of an alpine lake, skin cooking under the sun. That little girl must have been sucked out of the woman with a vacuum and replaced with a vacant spirit, one with tits and one outside the realm of spirituality. 
the end. <laughs> wow. That was fucking amazing. This show is elevated to a literary <laughs> level that I never thought we would get to. We have this is going to be a regular thing. We're going to have Kate come on every once in a while and do these celebrity fanfic literary readings for us. And Kate, how many more do you have? Two more. Okay, great. One for Anderson Cooper and one for Chet. Okay, great. Chet is next, so we'll do Chet next. But that was beautiful. That was gorgeous. I, I do want to add that, like, for sure, Randall took one MDB money. Randall has definitely made those shitty films he makes with, like, the tax-paying money of, like, the Malaysian fishermen. Oh, yeah. Wait, can you explain that okay. to everybody? Um, very brief. And I'm going to do a stream about this soon, I think. I'll, I'll let everyone know. But the one in DB scandal is uh, where Joe Lowe, who hired Paris Hilton as a prostitute for $1 million a night, um, set up a development firm for foreign direct investment uh, for the um, country of Malaysia. So they can, that's how developing countries like have better economies. They get people from America and Britain to come and like open businesses there. So they got... Uh, $8 billion to bring businesses there. Uh, all $8 billion of it went to Jolo's $200 million yacht, partying with Paris Hilton. There's a really good story about Jolo. On, he was at One Oak in New York, and uh, he found out it was Lindsay Lohan's 23rd birthday, and he bought 23 bottles of Cristal with fireworks coming out of them. And, um, like... Someone came up to him afterwards and was just like, oh, it's not Lindsay's birthday. So we bought 23 more. Oh, so shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so who's, is... who's Jolo again? He's like the guy who embezzled actually, all the money? So the prime minister of uh, Malaysia, I forget his name, Najib something. Everyone calls him Najib. His stepson is best friends with this dude. Um, and so it's just this random, like, just some like well connected, like, rich guy in Malaysia. Yeah. And like, the prime minister says that he didn't have anything to do with it. But when they raided his house, they found $200 million in cash, which is like 25,000 pounds of money just in his house. Whoa. Like, like there in was, cash. Like, yeah. Apparently, the prime minister of Malaysia's wife would go to China and uh, buy so much at like Chanel and shit that she would need a 747 to bring all of her things back to Malaysia. And he was like, that's normal. People don't do that when they're not stealing money from the Malaysian government. That's just what people do. Yeah, that's just what people do. Duh. Anyway, why I brought it up here is that the Wolf of Wall Street, um, the Prime Minister of Malaysia's son was a producer in the Wolf of Wall Street. Um, so Jolo was a producer of The Wolf of Wall Street. So if you Google Jolo, Leonardo DiCaprio, like Jolo was at the Oscars. Uh, he like took pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio. There's pictures of him everywhere. Like The Wolf of Wall Street, a movie about stealing money from poor people, was funded by stealing money from poor people. Wow, that's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That is so fucked up. And that's and then Scorsese also did um The Irishman, which Randall Emmett produced, so you think that's also maybe Jolo money? I think that Scorsese has ties to Jolo, which no one will care about because we don't care about canceling him yet. Um I think Scor this is just a theory, unsubstantiated, allegedly. I think that 
definitely Scorsese has ties with Jolo. Jolo, and they also made Dumb and Dumber 2. That's another Malaysian money-funded movie. Okay. Like, they really wanted to make that. And I think that some of that money, yeah, probably came from Malaysia, like Malaysian fishermen. Like, their measly earnings. Malaysia used to have UBI, and they don't anymore because of uh, 1MDB, because uh, Jolo spent all this money making Dumb and Dumber 2 and The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, my fucking God. Jeez. So, thesis, yes. I think Randall's probably met Jolo, and uh, I'm sure... I wonder how much 1MDB money is just floating around Hollywood, just, like, doing bullshit. I mean, you always, like, wonder where Randall gets all his money, because he, like, seems like he kind of has, like, some gambling problems, because he got in that fight with 50 cent where he owed 50 cent a million dollars and it's like how do you owe 50 cent a million dollars and also like take a private jet everywhere like the amount of money flowing through this guy's like bank account is so confusing yeah like what is he, he you can't be that rich just from producing movies i guess i mean i guess you can but like it's it's just weird yeah, you're not that rich from making Sorority Row with La La Kent. Right. Like, he's, like, he's he's a movie producer, but he's not, like, that level, I don't think. I mean, I have no idea. I'm very interested I mean, in when this. These rich people get rich. They just, like, the thing why 1MDV was discovered was that, like, they ran out of money, and they were supposed to build, like, a downtown area in Kuala Lumpur, and it was just, like, a construction site forever. Being from Vegas, I've seen those all the time. Right. That's, like, such a classic money-wandering soprano scheme. Uh, and people were like, why isn't that getting built? And he just kept borrowing more and more and more money like to, like, pay for $200 million yachts in Paris Hilton's uh, vagina. Jeez. And uh, so now the Malaysian government owes like eight billion dollars to the united states and fun fact wolf of wall street and the producers uh that movie made a ton of money they only had to pay 60 million dollars to the people of malaysia so interesting (laughs) you should do a whole you you have to do a whole podcast about this or a whole twitch stream kate one mtv is great you gotta do a powerpoint on this also, Goldman Sachs made $300 million knowing fully that it was stealing from the Malaysian people because they charged bank transactions to get more bonds. Yay. Yay. We love... Sorry, I didn't mean to go into, like, financial crimes on your uh, celebrity Honestly, box. like, Hot and Rich is all about talking financial <laughs> crimes, so it's pretty on brand over here. Um, speaking of crimes, let's talk about Chet Hanks. Okay, we have to watch this video of Chet Hanks... Tom Hanks' son, who likes to speak in a Jamaican patois. Um, so hot. He's oh. really hot. Um, oh. But he's also so ridiculous. Sometimes he goes by Chet Hayes. Um, let's watch this video of him hitting on Adele now that Adele has uh, shown some affinity for Jamaica and the Jamaican culture. Okay, watch this video, Kate. Adele, Adele, Adele. You know, I say me a prayer from a long time. But after me see a picture of that, mm, it's sweet me. Me not tell no lie, my girl. Ear style fit you. Big up yourself. And, uh... Beautiful. I mean, not beautiful. Like, truly, like, unhinged. Why is Tom Hanks' son like that? Where does that come from? I think it's, I think it comes from, I think, like, Rita Wilson, his wife, is, like, a musician, and she's kind of kooky and, like, weird, and I feel like she's she's just, like, supportive of 
of Chet Hanks like doing whatever he needs to do to like express himself. And hey, I've got a soft spot for Chet Hanks. I mean, it's it's c cultural appropriation. He's doing like a Jamaican accent, which is weird and bad. What do you think, Kate? I think that he's so hot. He is really hot. He's also what? What? <laughs> what did you just say? Sometimes I think about Chet when I masturbate. On, I think and, it's normal. And I, can't... I think he's so hot. And he can do whatever he wants to, no matter how problematic it is. Wow. Kate <laughs> says that Chet Hanks is allowed to do whatever he wants because he's hot. I think it's more fucked up. What the fuck is Adele doing? Why is she doing this? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, is it? I, maybe it's a thing in England. I don't know. Not meaning to get woke on you, but uh, Jamaica was like totally screwed by all the people exactly like Adele. Well, <laughs> so long. well, it's 2020, not allowed anymore. It's 2020. It's definitely a weird. It's also like, like I feel like she, she could have maybe worn the bikini, but not the hair with it. Like it's just like it's like the combo of the bikini and the hair. The Jamaican you know, boobs. Rastafarianism is uh, the, like, it's all about killing white people. Like, that's the whole, the religion, which makes sense. True. Colonizers. We're anti-colonizers, anti-racist. But the entire religion is about killing white people. So the fact that she's wearing it is very strange. You know, some people are saying that it's like she's celebrating the culture and that sometimes it's okay to do the cultural appropriation. Okay, what culture? What what culture do you think Adele knows about about Jamaica? I don't know. I truly don't think know. That bitch has ever eaten a roti in her life. I couldn't tell you. I mean, couldn't tell you. I love when people are like they're celebrating the culture of Jamaica. Really, what they mean is smoking blunts. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I like smoking blunts. We all love, we're all celebrating, you're celebrating the culture of Jamaica. I guess I am. Anyway, um, so Chad Hanks is like sliding into Adele's DMs now that they're both like white people culturally appropriating like Jamaica, I guess. Like, I guess they do have a lot in common. Um, they're both hot and they're both cultural appropriating Jamaica and, um, you know, maybe they belong together. I kind of could see it. I could see Adele. And, I, I could see Adele and Chet Hanks getting together. I'd be jealous. Chet's so hot. <laughs> you know, he knew Joe Koplowitz at NYU. Sorry, fans, you don't know this guy. He knew Joe Koplowitz, and they were like friends what? with each other. What? Yeah, I wow. really wanted to like. I hated Joe. Fucking Joe sucks. <laughs> but like. I, like, wanted to, like, get invited to a Chet Hanks party so bad. I spent, like, an entire year trying to get invited I can't to believe that we were Hanks only, party. like, one degree away of separation from Chet Hanks that whole time, and I, like, never got to meet Chet Hanks. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking a travesty. Do you have, um, do you have a fanfic about, uh, a celebrity fanfic reading to do about Chet Hanks? I do. Okay, I'm ready uh, when you are. And I just want to, like, preface this one with saying that this is the voice of Chet. I, I disavow everything that's in this. It's the voice of Chet. It's, oh, you've written it from the voice of Chet, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm an 
it's him. So don't cancel. It's my idea. What don't he cancel says. Kate. She's doing a character of Chet Hanks in this reading. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've gotten the the preface out of the way, take okay. it away, Kate. Dear diary, damn son, when did that fat singer get so fucking banging? Look at those titties, and where are her stretch marks from her fat, hideous body? That's some grade A work, and I would lick that pussy until the sun came down. I bet she smokes weed too. Yeah, man, I love other Jamaica. Bob, man, fucking rip. I. <laughs> You really nailed. I'm just gonna interject and say Kate's really nailed Chet Hanks's voice here. This is. I spent a lot I'm, of time thinking about this man. Obviously, I'm positive that that are those are the thoughts in his brain. Okay, Kate, carry on, carry on. As Chet Hanks, um, I come the hardest when I'm stoned out of my mind. I picture the white water as a torrential waterfall, fucking Niagara Falls, my dudes. I also think of trees growing in the ground, growing all spiritually, like God and shit. Inshallah, brothers and sisters. My last girlfriend was so heinous. She's like, dude, Chet, can you please pay attention that I'm pregnant? And I was like, yo, bitch, I will give you some of that Forrest Gump money. Fucking relax. I ain't looking at some weak ass sonogram shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I found out when I was researching this that he has a no one knows who there is. <laughs> Wait, he has a child and no one knows who the mother is? Yeah. Wait, this is not something I knew about Chet Hanks. Dude, I found it by Googling Chet Hanks' girlfriend and it's just like, who's his baby mama? No one knows. Um, that means he definitely like that means he definitely like knocked up a one night stand and they have like an NDA or something, right? Or does he have a girlfriend? <laughs> Fucking idea. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have a girlfriend because he's um, hitting on Adele openly. Yeah. Where was I? Um, I ain't looking at some weak ass sonogram shit. What was her name again? Dude, I don't even know. Shit. My accountant probably does. I should actually text him about lowering that monthly direct deposit to her. I want to get some cash together, man. I want to buy some ketamine off the dark web, sell it to my buddy Zach Efron. Oh my God. Well, Keep going, keep going, Kate. You're on a roll, you're on a roll. Well, he ain't my buddy, but I heard he likes ketamine, so I thought, hey, maybe this is a good way to link up. I have a fucking killer Netflix show idea about myself going to different taco stands around Los Angeles and telling them their tacos fucking suck and getting them shut down. It's like tacos meets punked, farm to table shit, bitch. I want a full-on Ashton Kutcher now that I'm in my 30s, yo. And he makes bank. And he fucks Mila Kunis on the regular. Mmm, Mila. Would love to spread those cheeks wide and see her kidneys. That's what's up. <laughs> I still have two more paragraphs. <laughs> okay. I digress, homie. What I'm trying to say is I'm going to get my dad, Tom Hanks, as publicist to get me Adele's number and shoot her over some fucking dank Bob Marley memes. I feel like trading nudes is only a matter of time after that. If we get married and she has that fat girl self-esteem, let's be real. She's going to fuck me and I'm a fucking king. If I hit her up, I can be inside her within two hours. Easy. I bet she has... 
<laughs> I bet she has mad money from that song about how she was dumped by her poor, ugly boyfriend. It'd be low-key cool also to not hit up my dad for money every week. He's always like, Chester, I have COVID, and I know all you do is spend money on White Claws. Which, like... Keep going, keep going. Which, like, Dad, I need those white claws for my career. You know I can't spit rhymes unless I'm vibing with a blunt and a mango white claw and some porno playing in the background. Yo, diary, been a super productive day. Good talk. I'm going to rip a huge dab and watch rushing dash cam videos. Yo, that shit is fucking nuts. (laughs) Wow, Kate, that was... (laughs) Honestly, like, that was, I could cry. <laughs> that was like, you really got in the head of Chet Hanks. That was amazing. I've never seen a piece of literature so honestly, like, profound. I, I, I can't, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Jack, that was amazing, right? He says that was very funny, Kate. I don't know if you can hear Jack. Okay. I heard him. Okay, good. Um, it is. I'm glad I found out that he has a nameless baby mama and some child that no one's ever seen. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. Are you going to post these online somewhere where people can read after the show? Should I? Do people in the chat like it? I haven't even Yeah, looked. people are freaking out over it. People are freaking... <laughs> I can put that online. Lucy, Mo- <laughs> Lucy Moron in the chat says, oh my god, Kate is literally a queen. Very true. I just think a lot about Chet Hanks, especially right before I come. That moment. Honestly, right like, I come. who could, who could blame you? He's very attractive. It's. I also, like, just growing up in Texas around a bunch of fucking drug addicts, I know exactly what Chet Hanks sounds like. I've, like, met many Chets in my life. Great. I really <laughs> hope that one day... I have bought cocaine from many Chets. Wow. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Um... Allegedly. Kate, my goal in life is to is to get you to meet Chet Hanks. Oh God, please! That's my goal. <laughs> I'll make it happen. I know he'd fuck me too. Like he's one of he those would guys. Fuck you. Like, he would totally. Chet Hanks would totally fuck you. I want to Chet Hanks to finger me in Dre's nightclub. You <laughs> could you want. could make that work. You could make that yeah, work. Yeah, I know. That's what's the great thing about it. Some celebrities you can fuck. Some celebrities you can fuck. actually. Yeah. It's not, I mean, just slide in. I mean, if he's not dating Adele, if he doesn't like wife up Adele, you got to get in there. Even if he is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He'd probably like still fuck you. That's the line. That's the moral line for Chet. He can't <laughs> cheat on Adele. Well, if you cheat on Adele, everybody knows like you're going to get an album about you. Okay. Um, Anderson Cooper is shirtless. So that happened. Andy Cohen Instagrammed this picture of shirtless Anderson Cooper, his buddy. Andy Cohen said in the caption, if it were a normal year, I'd be on vacation with my pal, threatening to post shirtless pics of him. Well, it's 2020 and I'm sitting on my deck, so I figured I'd just post without asking and piss him off. Hashtag Silver Fox. And then he posted this, like shirtless pick of anderson cooper who is ripped everyone who's rich can be ripped i mean yeah i agree you have a private it's not as impressive to be ripped when you're really really rich i agree with that i mean it's like yeah you can buy that 
My friend Ryan went to the gay clinic, and you know, when you go to the, the, the clinic, he's super ripped. When you go to the clinic, they ask how many drinks you have a week, and Ryan said, I have 40 drinks a week. <laughs> and that's what we should applaud. How can you be ripped and drink Honestly, 40 like, drinks I a week? Honestly, I agree. I applaud anyone who drinks 40 drinks a week and can have rock hard abs. That is, that is much more impressive than someone that has a personal trainer and buckets of money. Okay, Kate, do you have a fanfic about shirtless Anderson Cooper? I do. Okay. It's not as uh, funny as the chat one. Or it's not... I can't. I couldn't get chat voice. No, for this. it's okay. What's the POV for this one? Um, it's Anderson Cooper, and it's in third person. Okay, great. Because I don't think Anderson. He just always thinks in third person. He's definitely one of those people who calls himself Anderson. He's like Anderson needs to go to. Gym. Oh my god. Anderson needs to have a salad. <laughs> it's a we all know. Okay, I'm ready. Anderson Cooper learned the importance of a hot, firm body from his instruction by Jeffrey Epstein at the Dalton School in Manhattan. Sidebar, Anderson Cooper did go to the school that Jeffrey Epstein taught at. Oh my God. We should all know. Jeez. Just kidding. Anderson actually learned the importance of muscles from a dinner with Jeffrey Epstein in his hallway of eyeballs. Anderson would never admit this in public, but he loved that hallway of disemboweled eyeballs. He is intellectually fascinated with the history of the extremes of human suffering. He just loves it. World War I trench warfare, men dying in pools of gas. Love it. Wow, what a hit thing history is. Anderson thought about this as he watched the DNC webinar on how to silence progressive candidates. The current slide was called How to Fake Me Too Scandals with Ambitious New Bile Co-Eds to Shift the Conversation from How Angry and Upset Poor People Are About How We Steal Their Money and Deliver It to Goldman Sachs. Yes, Anderson's body is hot. He paid good money for those shoulders. He ate one piece of kale for every meal and geeked out on pre-workout four times a day to constantly take shits. Then there was the Adderall. Gotta love the American healthcare system. Honestly, you have to suffer for a beach bod. But his bodacious bod isn't why he was mad at Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen was just a huge fucking loser. He constantly texted Anderson dick pics at 3 a.m. with accompanying text messages that said, Ben is finally asleep. Want to do a quick mutual J.O. before bed? With the drooling emoji. <laughs> Anderson has always ignored them and they just keep coming like clockwork every single night. He wished he'd never drank those four coconut mojitos and gave Andy Cohen his number. But even then, that wasn't the problem. The problem was that just outside the frame were four Malaysian teenage boys that Anderson spent the weekend rimming and getting rimmed by. He liked to cut their balls and howl at the moon like a coyote. The screaming cacophony of them made him hard. Anderson created a lifelike doll of himself and used it to have a mad four-hour cocaine-filled orgy wearing masks with these four Malaysian teenage boys. That occurred on that yacht. Andy just came by at the end after doing a nearby cruise. Anderson thought there was no problem with having sex with teenage Malaysian boys. People have been doing it since the beginning of time. The Persian Empire, hello. This is fiction. What this is do? fiction. This is a work of fiction. Kate is an author, a fiction writer. This is a work of fiction. This is a work of fiction. Kate's doing fiction. This is fiction. Uh, cancel me. Any, 
some, you know, resemblance to real life figures is coincidental. This is a work of fiction about made up characters. Continue, Kate. Uh, people have been having sex with Malaysian boys since the beginning of time. The Persian Empire, hello, but he knew it wouldn't be good for his brand. And some QAnon lame-o, Trump-supporting Russiagate lame-o, might put two and two together. Honestly, Anderson was giving those teens a better life, and that's how he really felt. Andy Cohen is an idiot. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Wow. <laughs> Kate? That one really pushed some envelopes. It did push the envelope. But it's a work of fi- as a work of fiction, I think it's brilliant. Thank you. It is a work of fiction. I don't know if that really happened. Wouldn't be surprised. Just, you know, everyone in the probably- chat is dying. Everyone's dying. If you're listening to this as a podcast, I'm sure you're dying as well. Um, let's wrap up the show. You know, I've got a couple quick news items, but... I'll move some of this stuff to Friday, but Kate, Harry and Meghan have like a Netflix deal. Do you care about that? What are they going to, what do those people have to talk about? (sighs) I think everybody just gets a Netflix deal after up, like at a certain echelon of fame. Like you can just get a Netflix deal. Like Obama has one that you can just get one. It's just like you just, they print you money. At no. They can be flipping houses? No, it's like documentaries. Okay. They have a, a nature docuseries and an animated series centered on inspirational women. Sidebar, I was actually reading that uh, Andrew, uh, I've seen Andrew, Prince Andrew. <laughs> Prince Andrew, yeah. Uh, first off, he's a fucking arms dealer for MI7. What? Didn't even know that, but there are actual documents that say that. And his uh, daughter was going to make a podcast about uh, sex trafficking. No. And how bad it was. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No. She, like Princess Eugenie or whatever? She came out, she was like, I can't do this anymore. Wow, that's so <laughs> fucked up. That's so funny. She's like, Dad! So you need my podcast. I, I bring that up because... Whatever theirs is, it's because they're doing the opposite of that. They're doing the evil opposite version of that. It's about empowering women. They're keeping women as slaves. Oh, my God. That's also a work <laughs> of fiction. I think I think Harry and Meghan are innocent. I think Harry and Meghan are innocent. The only thing they're guilty of is printing money from Netflix. Didn't Harry dress up as a Nazi for Halloween? Okay, well, yeah. Actually, when you put it that way... <laughs> Well, when you put it that way, well, <laughs> when you say it like that. Dude, everyone everyone in the royal family sucks. I believe Meghan Markle may not be I, um, a pedophile. I think Meghan's innocent. Okay, free Meghan. Free Meghan. <laughs> free Meghan. Yeah. Free Meghan. Um, okay, well, listen, that's it for today. We'll talk about these other topics oh, can I plug my, on um, Friday. Book? Okay. Yes, let's talk about Kate's book. Okay, Kate, you're, I did the artwork for it, and it's called Kill the Rich. And if you like this podcast, you're probably going to love this Substack novel series. Um, Kate, where can people find it? And also, can you just like give us a taste about what it's about? Yeah, um, I will find it. 
Uh, Substack is it? I'll also I'll, I will link it in the show notes, but it's called Kill the Rich, and it's about. Um, so I am writing a serialized novel. I'm copying Jack as I do. I copy Jack. Um, I'm doing a serialized novel, and it's eight years from now. And it's as if a, a progressive kind of leader becomes president, and he starts. Uh, he changes laws so that financial crimes and uh, other things of that nature, just being rich, is punishable by death. So the book starts with the public execution of Kim Kardashian. So, Oh, my God. I can't wait for the first chapter. <laughs> I'm going to lap that shit up. Um, and it will be a mixture of kind of real life. Jack and Kate will be featured as fictional versions of I'm themselves. Kate's muse. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, but please follow. It'll start either sometime at the end of this week or next week. Um, and if you loved my my writing, my Chet Hayes writing, please follow it. It's three perspectives. One is just a regular working class person who does a lot of ketamine, aka me. I just wrote myself into it. Um, um, the speechwriter for the president who's executing the rich, and then a rich model who's married to Jared Kushner. Oh my God! So. Amazing. That sounds yeah. like someone I know. Named, yeah. named Carly Claus. Yeah, I, I, it's exactly her, except I'm not using her name. Because jo- Joshua Kushner isn't doing... He's, a, he's bad, too, but he's not doing the, the, the supreme bad things our overlord Jared is doing. Um, okay, so it's kateshapiro.substack.com, and I will make sure I link that in the show notes. Also, Kate sings the theme song for this podcast. I did do that. Kate collabed with Hog Trucker to make the theme song. Kate, do you want to give us a live performance? I don't even remember the lyrics of that song. I'm so fucking rich. So much cocaine, (laughs) and also my friend Kelly helped. I like. I was so drunk when I recorded that. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I was doing so much coke. I like have barely any idea. Well, it's really good. I'm not saying do more. I'm not saying do more coke, but. You sound great. I can only be a pop star when I'm doing coke, just like Lady Gaga. Oh my god, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? We all know that Lady Gaga sucked when she wasn't doing cocaine. Wow. Uh, what's that one where she's like the jazz piano I gotta end with this Tony show Pitt? now. She definitely wasn't I'm on cocaine for that. I'm sending you a cease and desist, Kate, as soon as <laughs> the show is over. You're banned for life. <laughs> um, no, but Kate, you gotta come back and do more celeb fanfic soon. This was great. Also, it made my job easier because all I did was sit around and go, ha, 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 the whole episode. Thank you for having me. You can follow Kate at God Kate's Us All. That's Kate spelled K-A-T-E, God Kate's Us All. And anything else you want to plug? Just your substack, katesshapiro.substack.com. Yeah, that's it. And God Kate's Us All. And please... I'm technically supposed to be at work, so please don't call UNLV and say I heard Kate talking about doing cocaine and writing songs. Everything Kate said, everything that. Kate said on this show was fiction, including the stuff that she said about herself. It's all fiction. Exactly. It's, it's all, all fiction. fiction. Everything is fiction. Everything is fiction I'm not real. and not real. I'm a ghost. Um, all right. Until next time, stay hot and stay rich. I'm so fucking rich. So